0: Welcome to Irish exit everything my name is Frank and having money is such a foreign concept to me <laughs> I, I'm so financially illiterate I don't understand the stock market I don't understand taxes really uh, direct deposit is such a strange thing right like I'm getting a paycheck a quote-unquote paycheck that's going directly into my bank account which I then spend with a piece of plastic like I literally never see this paycheck that I'm apparently earning. But I log into my bank account and I see those numbers that tells me this is how much you have, this is how much you're worth and we live in a world where everyone agrees, yeah. Those numbers on the computer screen tell you how much you're worth. That's the only way it works, if everyone agrees to it. Doesn't matter if you have a big number or a small number. You either have a lot or you don't, but everyone agrees, uh, that's your value. I know a lot of people will say it's it's not that deep bro um and i would say my pockets aren't that deep that's for sure because my bank account tells me so but anyway uh yeah with things like direct deposit and the credit system and stocks uh, i shouldn't be that surprised that people are investing in digital money that doesn't exist tangibly uh cryptocurrency like bitcoins and dogecoin um And then there was the whole GameStop thing happening, uh, which I'm not going to discuss in great detail, most because I can't even really explain it to you myself. But all these things have been making me think about money. Um, So I wanted to talk to two of my friends, Jeff and Derek, who have put money into cryptocurrency. And I just wanted to get their take on investing. So here's our conversation. I actually want to start with a question for Jeff specifically. Uh, Jeff, you had tweeted, hashtag Dogecoin to the moon, and I'm just wondering what the hell that even means. (laughs) Yeah,
1: so, um, (laughs) great question. Uh, So, Dogecoin to the moon uh, essentially started, so, a little backstory, so Dogecoin started um, back in 2013, and started as a meme, um, essentially, and it wasn't until recently that uh, it's really taken off. Um, and so, I don't know where the the term started, uh, but essentially, like people have been tweeting it because like it's been allowing Dogecoin to just explode even more. Um, so the, the the process and the thought behind. Dogecoin to the moon is just to get it to keep rising um, from where it was. Because I think um, before this year, it was sitting at like two cents um, for like a Dogecoin, um, maybe even less than that. And it just, it's exploded. Um, and right now it's, you know, sitting at about seven cents. For Dogecoin, but it was it got to a point where it's like nine cents, which is huge. So that Dogecoin to the moon is just like the goal for them is to get it to a dollar and like if you buy it this low, like you're exploding in and your profit. So Okay. Dogecoin to the moon.
0: I just I had to start with that because it's been in my head since I saw it the first time you tweeted it, and I was just like, is that a different language? Like, what the hell is he talking about? <laughs> so, but we need to backtrack a little bit here um, and just like get some definitions. So like in, in your own words, and this is for both of you guys, what is cryptocurrency? Uh, Derek, do you want to start? Sure, I'd
2: love to. Well, uh, cryptocurrency, it's complicated trying to understand what it really is and i think that's that's where a lot of the skepticism with it comes from is that there's a lot of people that aren't really sure what this thing that people are talking about actually is because it's not tangible um so basically it's several microtransactions that are made on a blockchain platform that exactly right (laughs) and when these transactions are validated through the platform, they're created as a token. And then based on what token, via the transaction it is, whether that be Bitcoin or Ethereum or Dogecoin or whatever, um, the person that owns that token owns that forever until they trade it. Uh, And then that, that, that transaction exists forever. So there's still a lot that I have to understand about it too, but I guess like in short, it's tokens that were created through transactions on this platform that were verified through the blockchain, um, hmm. which I don't really know how an easy way to put that in layman's terms is. Right. There's a lot that you have to look into. Yeah. A very technical.
0: Yeah, when you're saying tokens, it's making me think of an arcade, which just makes well, me think this whole thing's that's a game.
2: Much, I read an article yesterday, and they pretty much described it that way. Hmm.
0: I don't know. That's the best so analogy for dealing with something that's like worth a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Don't, I'm gonna be honest. I don't understand anything you just said uh, <laughs> about that. <laughs> so, like, in my definition of cryptocurrency, like
1: when I first heard about it. I was like, I think Bitcoin was the first first time I ever heard about cryptocurrency um, when that first, like, quote-unquote came on scene, and I was like, oh, is this what they use to, like, sell shit on the black market? Like, are people, like, buying this just so, like, they can't have their transactions, like, uh, essentially traced? And so, like, I still don't understand the concept of cryptocurrency, Um I buy it, and I. That, this is probably a terrible thing to say, but like, <laughs> I really just have no clue what it is. I mean, Derek just des- described that, and I'm sitting here like, "What is a blockchain?" Like, I don't know any of these terms. Like, <laughs> so to answer your question, Frank, but I have no idea.
2: <laughs> I just said That's good. I, a, I appreciate the honesty. Currency.
1: Yeah.
0: The fun fact:
2: Bitcoin started in two thousand nine, and if you bought, so when when me and Robbie first got to Oakland and if we would put a $100 into it in 2009 it would be worth $50 million right now
1: oh, um, excuse me
0: <laughs> wow. oh. missed opportunity I guess
2: yep
1: I feel like that, see I feel like that's the thing now with Dogecoin like I, I mean I don't think it'll ever I shouldn't say that, I don't never but like I don't know that it'll ever get to a place that Bitcoin is at but you just never know, and I think that's the thing um, you know about cryptocurrency. Is like there are so many different types of cryptocurrency that at any point I feel like one like they can just explode out of nowhere, and then those that bought low are just gonna you know make this huge profit. Um,
2: well, the thing the thing with Bitcoin is that, and I, I think we're getting off on a tangent from the question. <laughs> That's that Fairclaw originally asked, or Frank—I don't know what to refer you as—on But, <laughs> <Discord> <laughs> uh, but Bitcoin—it has a—it has a number that it could be tapped out, so you can only have in existence twenty. I think it's twenty-four million Bitcoin, and the supply right now is at around eighteen or nineteen million. But if you if you look at it in perspective of it used to be only a dollar, two dollars per coin, and now it's almost fifty thousand a coin. You know, it's it's not going to be tapped out for a long time. But that's what's providing value to Bitcoin is that one, there's a limited supply, but also it has the most uh, financial backing. I mean, Tesla just bought one and a half billion dollars of it, and I think they have like two or three billion dollars worth of, or it might even be. I want to say I think it's maybe $500 billion of backing into Bitcoin that that's what drove the price up to where it is now. Dogecoin's infinite, and that's where the problem that something like Dogecoin has is that you could mine as much of it as you want, and it's it's always going to be able to exist, which is why going to have a hard time reaching a dollar could be realistic but anything over that would be hard Mm. because because you have to pump money into it to raise the price up so when people like me or you buy Dogecoin but then you have somebody who's mining it they're going to mine thousands of Dogecoin and when we put the money into it and pump it up to 10 cents they're going to sell it because they've essentially put no money into it and then they're making all this money so we're we're
0: essentially serving as the gasoline to their car, and we're allowing them to drive for miles mm.
2: off of our energy and our and our money. Yeah,
0: you know, that's a tale as old as time, really.
2: Yeah, right. So, so like that's the tricky thing. I, don't, I mean, I made money on Dogecoin. I bought some and I sold it. Yeah. But I don't think that's not one. I just I have in my gut I have a, a skepticism about holding on to it for an entirely long time. Mm. Like, I know Elon Musk backs it, but part of me wonders how seriously he actually takes it, (laughs) because I can't get a read on him.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's because he's not human. That's probably why. (laughs)
2: Yeah. But, But, I mean, if people can make money on it, then by all means, and if you enjoy it, then by all means, but... Yeah. yeah, it's tricky. You have to do a lot of research, and that's what I'll say throughout this entire conversation.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm glad I have both of you on here right now, because clearly you're on different ends of the spectrum here. Uh, no, offense to, no offense to Jeff, but he said that he, did, he doesn't know anything, and Derek, you're kind of proving that you have at least a little understanding, so there's some differences here, and, and so I want to move forward and ask, and you kind of uh, talked about it briefly, uh, Derek, by explaining the financial backing, but... Mm-hmm. why did you guys decide to start investing in, in cryptocurrency? And I don't know, it's taboo to talk about personal finances, but if you guys want to tell us how much you have invested and if you plan on investing more.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So, <laughs> I um, started investing very, very recently. Um, and the reason that I started is actually because of TikTok. Um because for whatever reason on my algorithm, investing in cryptocurrency popped up as, as stuff that I they felt like I would enjoy, um, <laughs> and so I was seeing like people investing in like things like Dogecoin or Litecoin. Um, you know, I, I talked to Derek about this and he told me about Ethereum. Um, you know, all of these like different cryptocurrencies that aren't Bitcoin. Like Bitcoin is we we already talked about this it's at like fifty thousand right now <clears throat> per these other smaller cryptocurrencies like I, I like I already mentioned like you just don't know when when they're gonna explode um, and so I was like okay like I'll invest like I'm not gonna invest a lot I know nothing about investing in stocks I know nothing about stock lingo so like dividends you know I obviously know like what shares are but some of these things that Derek was, was saying I was like I, I don't know these terms uh, and that, and that's me just not Doing the work to educate myself on it. Um, just because, like, I invested to have, like, some sort of passive income, like, so, some sort of, like, way to just, like, put money aside and, you know, try and gain some money back. And I think that's a lot why a lot of people invest in it, um, mm-hmm. and invest in stocks too. Um, but I started off by putting, like, $10 into Bitcoin which gives you like such a minuscule night um i put like ten dollars into doge and then um ten dollars into ethereum which i mean is not a lot um but i bought doge luckily when it was sitting at four cents um and then it exploded to nine cents um and i sold what i had so i made like 40, 50 bucks off of that. Um, And I'm waiting for it to go back down, but it's sitting at like, you know, 6.8 cents right now um, per doge. And I feel like if I buy now and it drops, I'm just gonna lose. So I'm waiting for it to drop a little bit. um, So I haven't invested that money back in, so I'm just sitting on that money right now. Uh, But it was really just a way to passively make money in the hopes that, you know, I it explodes and I am able to get some more.
2: Yeah, and, and I I started getting into it. I actually had a conversation with somebody at the gym that I work at and he kinda talked to me about how he was investing in XRP, which you can't get on any trading platforms right now because they're undergoing a lawsuit with the SEC. But um He started investing into that because he had a friend who's this big conspiracy theorist and he thinks that if the dollar ever gets vanished from the earth that he's going to have his money banked in this digital asset and it's crypto. And I started doing a little bit of research and understood that it kind of works similar to the stock market and I kind of got into crypto and stocks at the same time and I started on Coinbase, which gives you some ability to watch some videos and things like that to get some free money for different cryptocurrencies, and then you can trade it. Um, I put a little bit of money at first into Ethereum, which essentially why I got into that was because it's almost like Bitcoin in a sense. It's not as big, but they're... They control a platform that several other smaller coins are created on. And they also have faster transaction times than Bitcoin. So I think that if we ever move to a point where you could actually make transactions like you could with, let's say, a Visa at a store, Ethereum allows it a lot faster. But all that to say, to this point, I put... $800 $800 into Ethereum when it was at 1200 a coin so I had two-thirds of one and now it's at about 1800 so I've made about $400 off of mm-hmm. that um, when I had bought oh goodness I think $200 into Dogecoin and turned that into about $320 so I've made 120 on that and then also invested into Algorand, which is one that it stakes. And so I have like a hundred or so of them, and it gives you back about 8% every year. So I'll get eight tokens for free every year that I just have it sitting. Hmm. Um, and, and that one I, I put $64 in, and last I looked it was somewhere around like 140 or so. I've had pretty good luck with crypto had not so great luck with stocks so uh like i i invested i bought amc like before the gamestop stuff happened and then i sold it to make 20 bucks and then all the gamestop stuff happened (laughs) and and i dude i had the worst like fomo so i got into amc at 15 dollars a share after i just sold it for 380 a share and then it went up a little bit. It went under a little bit and was kind of hovering around 13 or 14. So I just got out because I was obsessing over it too much. Mm. So stocks I kind of got out of. But I guess to answer the question, this is a really like long-winded answer. But I I got into crypto talking, and just talking to someone at the gym about it. Um, I've made a decent amount of money, and I kind of see it as a savings account. I put money into it, and I just leave it. Because mm-hmm. the things that I have invested in, I've done research in, and I think they're just going to do nothing but grow. So I can either either have a thousand dollars in my savings account sitting, or I can have it sitting in crypto, which is pretty volatile. It's going to turn into eight hundred at some point, but it's going to turn into thirteen hundred at some point. So that's sure. kind of how I see it. Yeah, the savings account.
0: Yeah, so again, we have two different perspectives here, which is good. Mm-hmm. But you both mentioned the volatility to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why it's kind of surprising for me when Jeff said he's kind of hoping it's a passive income. Um, when It's not really like an insured income. Mm-hmm. So it makes more sense to me. That's more of like a, a savings type thing. But even so, like my, per- my perspective of, of it, like even before this conversation was kind of what Derek was saying about... <laughs> It seems like a post-apocalyptic, like financial solution when the dollar is no longer worth anything. Like on top of being like arcade tokens, it's also like (laughs) post-apocalyptic. But that's really interesting to hear that people are actually like taking it seriously as a savings option or a passive income. Mm -hmm. Well, I think the thing that people like about it is that it's not regulated by the government, and
2: you and you also you can't. Like, it can't be manipulated like GameStop just was. Like, I guess in theory, you can only pump it up, but there's no short selling like there was at the stock market. So, you know, Tesla just put all the money into Bitcoin and rose the price from, like, high 30s to high 40,000s, which is awesome. But the... The power of the coin is based on the backing of the people for the most part, and you you don't run into Wall Street issues with that. It, and what you'll hear a lot when you research is called uh, DeFi, so decentralized finance, which means that you are the person that owns and controls the money that you have in those accounts, and I think that's what people like because they have control over what their money is doing.
0: Um, and if there's anything I've learned about this country is we don't like other people telling us what to do that's for damn sure I think it's so funny that uh, you're like I don't know anything about this but you keep dropping knowledge like it's nothing <laughs> it's fine uh, that kind of, actually watched, kind of segues I've into watched my... a lot of
2: stuff and read a lot of stuff
0: <laughs> yeah there you go because you don't like people telling you what to do so you learn, learn how to do it yourself
2: so I
0: do what I want yep. yeah this uh, so actually segues into my next question because uh, you mentioned Wall Street and like the the stock market. So, do you guys think that first-time investors should focus on cryptocurrency, or the the regular old ye old stock market?
1: I think what I've noticed, and this is as Derek was talking, I was kind of thinking about how I want to formulate this, um, when when it got brought up or if it got brought up. Um, but I feel like cryptocurrency is. High risk,
0: high reward. Um, And I think we
1: see um, a greater um, high and a greater low with crypto, um, at least from from what I've been paying attention to than we do with stocks. Um, I feel like stocks, especially if you're buying stocks from like an established company, you're not going to see it fluctuate as much as I think you will with crypto. Um and so I feel like if you're going to be like you want to be safe with things stocks are probably the way to go. Obviously there're going to be stocks that are going to boom. Um you know I, there are a few people on on Twitter that I follow that are all in for stocks and you know they're making money every single day but I feel like if if you're like you want a chance for something to to boom even more than um you know, a stock, crypto is probably your chance. Um, which I think is really, uh, really interesting to think about because I invested in both, um, not really knowing much, but I knew that with crypto, because it's becoming more and more popular, it's there's the chance of, of these things hitting even higher highs than maybe stock. So I think it really just depends on if you're, Trying to be safe with what you have, or if you're willing to take that that risk of potentially losing, but in the short term, but knowing that it could possibly hit a
0: high in the long term. <laughs> if that makes sense. Well, I would uh, ask Derek. He's the expert here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I think it depends on a few things, and I don't really think I wouldn't say one is necessarily better than the other, but. I would say that one. It depends on how patient you're willing to be with it, because if you're wanting to, if you're wanting to flip something quick, um, you know the volatility of crypto is good for that because it can go really high and really low really fast. Mm-hmm. But I yeah. So I think it depends on the urgency in which you want to see it. I I wouldn't suggest to somebody who wants to make a quick dollar to put money into crypto just for the sake of it because they need to know what they're putting their money into for the most part, but mm-hmm. um I, I really think it's whatever one you're you're the most comfortable with, you know the most about and you're willing to like you're interested in the most. So I think they both have upsides, so uh, if somebody's more comfortable and they understand the the lingo and the the charts of the stock market, then by all means go that route. But if you want to do the research and you want to figure out cryptocurrency because you believe in it, then go that route. So, I wouldn't say one is wrong over the other, or one's better than the other. But just depends on what I guess, for lack of a better term, what people are more invested in. <laughs> you know.
0: That's an interesting way to look at it. You said they should invest in crypto if that's what they believe in. And I'm still not really sure what people who are investing in crypto believe in. Like what, you know, what's the substance to it? I'm still, Mm. I still can't wrap my head around it. But um, you said there's, go ahead.
2: It's because it's nothing tangible. Like if, if we had something, I think in our, in our hands that said this is a Bitcoin and we were, we held something and we knew that it had X amount of value to it, then I think that would change the way a lot of people think, but because it's, we've never actually seen
0: what a Bitcoin, like you, there is no physical Bitcoin. It's all
2: an idea on a digital platform that I guess if you read the, if you could read the technicals behind the coding and all that, you probably could find it, but, um, yeah, I mean I do think it's more of an idea that people get behind, but it's an idea that has a value to it. Which is kind of weird to think about. <laughs> yeah, cuz I you
1: know, you just say that and I'm like, man, I am investing real life i unquote, real life funding into these things that are just ideas that aren't anything physical that I are tangible that I, that I can have in my life. And it, <laughs> Robbie would, would hate me for saying this because he challenges me every single time, but, like, <laughs> I almost feel like it's a a currency of a simulation because we're, <laughs> like, we're not, like, we're, inv- like you said, investing in this idea, and what, like, what does that even mean? Like, I, I, I can't really wrap my head around that. And, like, but, Franklin, like, I just... <laughs> Don't
2: want, I just don't you know. know. Yeah, but, but I bet you the same thing has been said about the the dollar back mm-hmm. when that became a currency. And that had to get backed by gold. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the same thing with this getting backed by our, our U.S. dollar. But um, I don't know. I mean, it, what gives me the confidence is seeing – certain coins that get institutional backing so like Tesla buying Bitcoin I keep saying that but that was a big deal Tesla is a one of the best performing companies in the world and they they put that much money into Bitcoin and then they stated that they're gonna start taking purchases through Bitcoin and so so now that you can start making these transactions across the world like same could be said about you know swiping a credit card mm-hmm for, for money like i guess you look on your account and you see the dollar amount but yeah, that's, where's the actual money being traded you know it, it yeah. so that's kind of how i look at it and if i guess i'm putting my faith into into bigger business and bigger companies but for the ones that have the bigger institutional backing i just don't think they're gonna up and go out of nowhere because i don't well, one, I know that they have lawyers, and if that happened, that <laughs> things would go down. So I feel like I trust my money being in it and not just going away. Um, so like that's another, another part of it, is seeing who else is investing in it.
0: That's fair. You said that there's upside to both crypto and the stock market. And I'm mm-hmm. just wondering, uh, does it even really matter? Because uh, it seems like investments and wall street and stock markets all that stuff is still like a rich person's game
1: i I mean the rich are always going to get richer um i mean we see that and you know as as derek stated you know tesla bought you know all of this bitcoin um and you know backing like elon is backing um doge but like elon is like one of the wealthiest people like in history um and so like what does that do for him you know it's just gonna give him more money um and uh, you know I think that I saw saw something on on twitter the other day that the top one percent um holds more cryptocurrency than anybody else and that's already the top 1%. So the, the rich are going to continually get richer.
2: Which, I mean, that makes sense when you have to buy money to care, I when mean, you have to pay money to get it. So it makes sense that people with more money have more. That's what makes the world go round, I guess. Um, I do think it's a rich person's game. Uh, but what I think GameStop showed is that the people have some power. And if. If the people that are in power in terms of money are going to find ways to, I guess, minimize the people, the people are going to find a way around. Like, I think we're finally starting to find ways to use the Internet to come together to change the way that the world works. And I really do think GameStop and all that is eventually that is going to be the first domino of a lot of things that I think might happen that are going to change how Wall Street and the stock market work. At least, um, I think that's going to end up looking a lot different in the future. It's nice, like as as many problems as Robin Hood has had, how accessible it makes the stock market because it used to be something that I wouldn't have even know where to begin.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: How do you how to get to it? even and and with access being a problem in the country when you provide access you provide more authority and more ability for people so I think that'll change with time Um, and same to be said about cryptocurrency I think they're both in a similar situation uh, in terms of that but with cryptocurrency it's not like, like you're not finding people being limited to the purchases they're making um, you know, like all the things that Robinhood was doing that was causing a bunch of issues, you could go on any cryptocurrency app and you can buy as much as you're authorized to purchase through, through that app. Like they have set limits that you can make transactions with. So uh, it's not like in real time that they were being limited. So I think there's a little bit more freedom with cryptocurrency because it's not being – Uh, maybe regulation is not the right word, but I'm going to use it because I don't know what else to use, but it's not being regulated by as many people. And I guess it's not playing with the pockets of as many people. Um, Mm. Like, I guess cryptocurrency increasing in value doesn't hurt anybody. When, like when a stock goes up, it hurts the money of the short sellers. So that's where we saw that issue so with cryptocurrency i I think they're both a rich person's game but that one's more beneficial for the everyday person in
0: terms of the potential of seeing their money increase gotcha i'm glad you brought up gamestop Uh, i just want to briefly uh, talk about this uh, to end our conversation uh, do you think that GameStop situation was just, like, a one-time thing for the memes? <laughs> or uh, do you think it it sparked something that's going to stick? Like, are more and more regular common folk like us and small investors, are they going to start picking more fights with the hedge fund people and the wealthy?
1: I was going to make the joke because, you know, Derek talked about, um, you know, it's putting the power back in the people, right? And GameStop's motto is power to the players, which is, you know... <laughs> ironic in this situation because it's true um but i i definitely think that absolutely i think that there are so many um mediums now um and outlets of of information just about stocks and crypto that there hasn't been in the past i like i said like on my TikTok, my algorithm, like, I'm getting a ton of stuff about stocks and crypto. Information that I was never getting before, um, and I'm sure that there are, you know, kids that are that are getting, you know, some of these too, and they're becoming more informed in it. And so, um, you know, when I was in high school and college, like, I didn't have any classes that focused on buying and, you know... Trading stock, um, but now that there's more, I think information out there, and, and as you know, Derek said, the ease of access to it through apps like Robinhood and, um, you know, Coinbase, I, I definitely think that the common person is is going to continue to buy up, you know, these stock shares and this crypto. Um, and I currently am using Robinhood because I try to use E-Trade um, and sites like that. And I, re- for like a new person to buying stocks, I didn't know what the hell was happening in these, on these websites like E-Trade. Uh, Cause it wasn't lingo I was familiar with. And so I didn't feel comfortable being like, okay, let me throw some money into whatever this is and hope that what I'm doing is correct. Um, <laughs> And again, I think that Derek kind of stated this, like, making sure that you're doing your research before you're investing in anything, and I didn't do that necessarily, Um, but because I saw, you know, people on TikTok or saw people on Twitter investing in these specific, you know, cryptos, and I even talked to Derek about it and asked him, like, hey, when should I sell this? There's more information widely available. Be able to do so so absolutely I think that we're gonna see a time where you know the the average Joe um, as are, are making companies like you know GameStop and AMC and all this stuff happen um, because of all of that
2: yeah and I I do think. Yeah, it's going to change the way that things operate, but I do think it's going to take a while. It gets really challenging because with the GameStop situation, it could have put Wall Street in a harder situation if people would have held on to all of their stocks and wouldn't have caused you know the, the price to drop. But there was a little bit of manipulation that happened on the end of Wall Street that when GameStop went up to like $500 a share and Robinhood shut it down and all these platforms shut GameStop sales down that the price dropped. And when people saw the price start dropping, they immediately sold because they didn't want to lose mm-hmm. money. Because when you see that you've gained this much, I mean, I could tell you if, if I had $5,000 GameStop stock and I saw it going down to 4500 I would sell because that's, for me, that money's important. Right. I could do a lot with that. Okay. And and so people did that because at the end of the day, this is real life and they have real life shit that they need to take care of with money. And that gave them money, which was great. But it doesn't allow the the true intent of the action to be served through because they have their life that they need to manage. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? That's for sure. So, so that, I think that caused a little bit of... Uh, a downfall with that whole situation that's why we're not really hearing about it anymore because now it's back to 40 or $50 a share and mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of long forgotten and um, it, 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 that was almost like a phase but I think we're going to see that more and more and I guess the only way that you can do that is being or that you can understand what's going to happen is being in tune with these different outlets so You know, I think people might hear Jeff say that he gives information on TikTok and they might laugh, but look, I don't really think that's a bad avenue to understand how people are feeling about it.
0: Right.
2: You know, influencers play a really important part in this country at this point, whether you like that or not. And, you know, when Dogecoin was blowing up, I would go through Twitter feeds to see what people's feelings about it were. And... And that kind of gave me a good read on it that that's almost like being able to get a sense of let's say like a business's quarterly report on their revenue um, when you're seeing how people are reacting to a cryptocurrency to see if it's going to get more backing or not yeah. but all that to say I, I do think that it's going to see a change in things in the future i don't think it's going to be immediate i think we'll probably see a, a few more situations like gamestop happen um, we'll see the results of it but I don't think anything major is going to change until everybody can band together um, and people that can afford to band together to go against Wall Street
0: and hold on to what they had to prove a point um, that's a really good because point because when, when, you, when you get
2: too many uh, everyday people involved in something that has to do with money going up and down they're going to get out when they're up because there's a lot of other things that are more important in their day to day life
0: for sure. Yeah, we when we've talked about volatility, we've talked about high risk, high reward and mm-hmm. poor people just don't have the luxury to take those risks. And so mm-hmm. until we start acting like I say we because I am poor. I am part of the poor people, <laughs> but when we start acting more as a collective rather than an individual, I think that's when we can actually make a change.
2: Mhm. But you're start yeah, you're starting to see the dominoes fall though. Yeah. Like people are actually actually starting to care about it. Now it's just now we're gonna start seeing people try to figure out how they can make things happen. Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: All right, Jeff. Rally the troops on TikTok. <laughs>
2: all right,
1: we're on it. <laughs> Dogecoin to the moon.
0: <laughs> Dogecoin to the moon. <laughs> Any final thoughts?
1: I just think that you know, as we've kind of talked about, you know, all of this, and. You know, I, I joked at the beginning about not understanding most of the stuff that Derek was talking about. Uh, in all seriousness, I still don't really understand anything <laughs> that he, Derek has been talking about. Um, but, you know, I think that as crypto continues to expand, like, we, right, you talked about, you know, the, you know, average person valuing their money, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, if
0: you're, in a lower lower
1: socioeconomic class not being able to have the luxury to be able to afford and and you know purchase crypto or stock like even if you throw ten dollars into it right like you still have a good chance of making some money like as i mentioned earlier like i put ten dollars into doge and multiplied multiplied it by five in a matter of like a week and a half. So if you're looking to just put a small amount in, like you're gonna be rewarded. You know, you might not hit, you know, $50,000 by putting $10 in, but you never know over time, like that could continue to expand. So I don't think it's a bad thing to toss, you know, a little bit of funding into um, crypto and, and let it sit as Derek said. Um, because the, the worst you're gonna do is if you put ten dollars in, you're gonna lose ten dollars. Um, but the the best you could do is you know definitely expand that.
2: Mhm. Yep. And I guess the the lasting things that I would say is that what I've like advice that I've heard from a lot of investors that I watch on really I, I watch a lot on YouTube, and I want to start diving into more podcasts about it too, but the first rule of thumb is don't invest money that you don't have. Mm. And I think that's the biggest thing because there is that chance to lose money. So, um, you know, make sure your bills are paid. Make sure you're at a point where you're not putting your last couple cents into an investment. And if you lose it, you have nothing. Mm. But invest some money that you do have and understand your own timeline with it so understand if you need it quick or if you want to let it sit and if you do want to let it sit don't get too obsessive with the with the charts because it's going to go up and down and that that becomes very unhealthy when you start obsessing over it and over time things will tend to value more so i think those are the biggest things make sure you know that you, the money that you do have, and understand your timeline, and then that changes how you should invest and what you should invest in.
0: Even if what you're investing in and is not tangible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I mean, investing in love is is also not tangible, but you. Know. Okay.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> think we're gonna end it there. Well,
2: they, they do make those pieces in the shape of a heart. So. Yeah, <laughs> I might be get one of those tomorrow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Well, thanks for investing your time in this conversation.
2: I see what you did there. (laughs) Power to the players. Thanks for investing your trust into us having this conversation with you.